What's up, everyone? This is a major motion podcast, episode 28. Again, we're in this, you know, range now with our, you know, numbered episodes. I, I don't know. What's a joke for 28? Like, I think once you get past like the Jordan year and Kobe year and like all that stuff, there, there's not really many funny jokes. So I'll probably have to uh, retire that bit. But episode 28, we're rolling along today. We are reviewing Moonfall, the latest uh it is kind of a disaster movie. Yep. N- not that disaster movie. Yeah, not that. Disaster genre. <laughs> disaster genre. So that is our review today. Uh, but before we get into anything else, I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Fox. You can follow him on Twitter at Fox Home Fanatic. Myself at Nationals Ace and the show at Major Motion Cast. Fox, how's it going? What's going on in your life? Uh, and what what have we been up to recently? Uh, you know, same old, same old, you know, I feel like an 80 year old, you know, we still got back problems and shit. It's just, it's not fun. <laughs> um, it, I thought people comparing me to Tiger Woods, I thought I'd be good at golf, but that just turns out the, back problems are bad for golf. Yeah. Turns, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I see 70 year olds and 60 year old people going out there golfing. I'm like, why is this your pastime? This doesn't give you, it doesn't like, you know, irritate your arthritis or nothing. Like what you like, what's going on? I did not know that golf was such a leisurely thing for older people, you know, for a while. I, but as I got older, I realized that, okay, a lot of people do do golf, but when I actually started golfing, it just never made sense to me. I'm like, this is what, this is what you guys are doing. This doesn't hurt. This doesn't, <laughs> you don't wake up with aches and pains and I'm on the 27 about to be 27. And I'm like, this, this is not fun. Yeah. That's how it is. Cause like, um, I used to grand, uh, golf with my <laughs> grandpa, I was grandpa with my golf. I used to <laughs> golf with my grandpa a lot, uh, growing yeah. up and it would always make me mad because, you know, obviously I'm, I was, pretty much always bigger stronger than him not bigger but stronger than him so i could swing harder and you swing harder ball goes farther at least you would think and so like it would make me really mad that he has this very smooth it's like a three-quarter swing it's not even a full swing right his is just piped down the center of the fairway meanwhile i'm swinging hard which obviously you know isn't as necessarily (laughs) the key to the key to success but it's like I, i barely out out drive him or you know whatever because i can barely hit the ball straight or i wasn't able to you know previously so it's like what the fuck but i guess it is kind of leisurely like in you know as you get older you know you're staying active and using muscles yeah. and, and whatnot like my uh my grandma on my mom's side she's uh 92 and still like super active because she's been okay. active for like the past you know 30 years like even post-retirement she's always you know she was always taking me to school or like picking me up or like you know uh my little cousins or whatever so she she was always kicking so it's like i guess when you get to that age it's like the key to <laughs> survival is just like doing shit so i guess yeah. golf is like <laughs> golf is uh you know a, a life extender <laughs> or something staying active yeah yeah but i don't i still don't get it though like I'm still working oh, on golf form. pisses me off. Yeah. Golf, <laughs> I get mad, like really mad. And I've tried to make it a priority in my life. Like, don't get so upset over shit. Like, yeah. or not like upset, but like, you know, I would Frustrated. rage quit. Yeah. Rage quit Madden. Like that was always yeah. me. 
So it was like, you know, and I've gotten pretty good at that, but golf is one thing where it's like, if it goes sideways, I get mad. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't golf as much anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, I'm mad that top golf doesn't have uh, miniature golf anymore. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Put me, put me where the kids are. I'm a big miniature golfer. Uh, (laughs) Do you have an Oculus or do you know what an Oculus is? I don't have an Oculus, but the, uh, the VR headset. Yeah. The VR headset. So I got one a couple months ago, like right before like early December. And uh, they have this miniature golf game on there that is fucking addicting as hell. Like when I, I first started playing, I played for like a month straight. Like I was yeah. finding time during the work day. Now I'm just bang out a quick nine. <laughs> like it was, it's so addicting. And it's like, oh man, I haven't played a good round of mini golf in a, in a long yeah. time. I'm going to have to get that Oculus. I mean, I used to play the, I, I was killing it on Wii Golf. That was, that was my thing, but I didn't need good form for that. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but the Oculus is, is like, it's cool. I like it a lot. I got the uh, the slightly more extensive one just because I wanted more space because obviously all the games right. are di- digital. So I didn't want to have to run into the uh, dilemma down the road where I'm having to find shit to delete oh, if I want to add shit. more shit. So it's like I, I got the slightly more expensive one just for the, the more space. But like uh, it, it's it's legitimately fun. Like I know uh, our friend Christian, he got one, too, and he, he's yeah addicted to the like the actual golf game which i like the actual golf game too but the mini golf game it's it's also very um like i guess sensitive or like it it pick it picks up your your actual motion so it's like it's not there's no lag or anything is what i'm trying to say right so it's like in mini golf it feels like very realistic so like you're putting and you can feel the vibration of your club making contact with the ball and it's like it's it's very like very well done so it it can be very addicting, and then obviously if you see all the TikToks and stuff of the, of the kids, you know, with uh, <laughs> with the Oculus on, and they run. Mm-hmm. If you play some of the scary games, they run away, oh, yeah. <laughs> or they like jump, and then they but there's nothing to jump on in real life. It's uh, all that shit is is hilarious to me. But Oculus, like surprisingly fun. I wasn't sure how into VR I was gonna get. Yeah, um, it can fuck with your head. Sometimes you do lose oh, yeah, track sure. of like where the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is fun. I, I would would recommend if anyone listening has been on the fence about getting one, I would recommend. I think I've seen I didn't even really click uh, click in my mind with it, uh, what that was. But on Jimmy Fallon, he has those games where he where they put on that VR headset. And then I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. celebrities or the guests play the games. And I was like, oh, shit, that, and then that you're saying what the Oculus is. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. I didn't mm-hmm. know if that was something else or a different brand or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And it was cool seeing, you know, what's the last one? I saw um, Simu Liu uh, play this lightsaber game or whatever. And I was like, oh, damn. That oh, was, like, Beat fun. Saber? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, so Beat Saber is really fun if anyone doesn't know. It's effectively like guitar hero meets like what was the the app like tap tap revolution or something oh yeah uh dance dance revolution that, that one too <laughs> yeah but like yeah it's so like dance dance yes but like the the app on the phone was tapped up so i guess dance, yeah. it came from dance dance so yes yes so it's a basically combination of those two so it's like you have lightsabers with your they're not called nunchucks because it's not a Wii, but you're your your handheld remotes or whatever and you slice through the boxes in the direction it tells you with the beat of a song 
So it's like that it's weird. Kind of fun, and you, you can download it comes with like generic songs, like songs they, they made up for the game, but you can oh, okay. you can buy like albums. So like they have like a Billie Eilish album and oh. uh, uh Lady Gaga was like the recent drop. So it's like they're progressively adding more songs right now. There's not a ton of songs, but that's pretty dope it, though. It's pretty fun. Like it, it is and it's a workout. They had this boxing game. It is a fucking workout. I don't know if I sent you that snap. <laughs> I tried it like the first night I got the Oculus and I was drenched in sweat. Like I, I was like, oh, I can go right to like the <laughs> the advanced level. And it yeah. is a fucking <laughs> fight. Do you feel the do you feel them hit you or feel something like the reaction? Uh, I think the, I think there's like a slight vibration. But oh, okay. n- no, it's not like uh, you're actually getting hit in the face. <laughs> but, uh, but like you're just so gassed from like, yeah, uh, I guess just lack of cardio in my case. But like you're so gassed, like it, you know, the round ends and like you're legitimately sitting down, like being gassed or like cut, <laughs> cut me, Mick, cut me. Like, <laughs> like just because you're so fucking gassed. It, it is Oculus is really, really fun. And I barely scratch the surface of the games. I've just been playing those three basically. Okay. The entire time and so uh yeah i might put that on my birthday list oh yeah <laughs> highly recommend um you know what other thing i i found out that the, this week what's that so and you're obviously way more cultured than i am so i'm sure i'm not enlightening you but you can make <laughs> fun of my uh caucasity yeah work. yeah that's yeah that's the word that uh, yeah twitter sphere black twitter probably came up with yeah so so <laughs> you can make fun of me for this so it's like i you know i i didn't need a ton of groceries i didn't uh feel like going out either though so mm-hmm. like i went on uber eats and you can buy from safeway on there so it's like oh sh- shit this is exactly what i needed like because i just needed like some gatorade for for baseball and uh like a couple of things but uh I was scrolling through and one of the deals was like this uh, ocean spray juice, like two for five bucks. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. So I'm going to get that. And a big fan of Cran Grape. All of the ocean ocean spray varieties are good. But this one was white Cran Strawberry. I was like, that sounds pretty good. Oh, oh, give that a try. Yeah. So I got it. Right. Best fucking juice I've ever had best fucking juice ever like i feel so stupid for not even like looking this juice's way before it is the best goddamn juice i have ever tried in my life it's so good there's so many combinations see i get overwhelmed if i'm in that grocery aisle and i'm seeing all those juices i'm like i don't even want to look at it which is why i've always gotten cran grape because like even the normal ocean spray cranberry juice is good but i was like it feels weird if you're just drinking cranberry juice so it's like i got i would always get cran grape and that's normally what i get because again that like you said the aisle is very overwhelming so it's like, uh, I'm just, I know the, what the bottle looks like. It's the purple label, grab it, get out. Like yep. I can't, I can't spend, you know, five minutes walking up and down the aisle, just like <laughs> yeah. looking at all my options, but on Uber Eats, I've, I've seen much more manageable. So I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Best fucking juice ever. Best juice ever. Like white cran strawberry. What? Don't know. So good. Yeah, I see. I, and I think something when strawberry gets involved, I feel like it ends up being really good. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like every combination out there, strawberries in it. I'm like, the strawberry shit. Strawberry is effectively the rock because when the rock gets involved, <laughs> it gets really, really good. Uh, well, I don't know about this Call of Duty movie. <laughs> All right. Well, the Call of Duty movie. We... Call of Booty. 
that that's come out in the past week, right? Last week we didn't know, and then this week it's based. So it hasn't been confirmed yet. Is is the real thing? It's like everyone's saying sources or rumors. It's Call of right. Duty, but I mean, shit, we could have started that. I mean, you're you're pushing <laughs> exactly. the goddamn Spyro agenda. <laughs> I mean, room like what if we tweet out right now? Rumors, uh, The Rock is doing a Spyro movie. Like, you know what? <laughs> which I mean, you've already you and your gonna, fucking goddamn smear campaign. I'm gonna do but, that now. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> so it's like. It seems like Call of Duty, but Call of Duty was probably like everyone's guess too. Like we said, I mean, we said Call of Duty, we said Gears of War, we said a couple other things. Yeah. But Call of Duty is obviously the safe to say, probably the biggest video non-sports video game out there. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. And it's, so it's like it's, it's interesting though. If I mean we haven't seen any official sources, like you said, right. Like, no, not even like Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, or anything like that. Yeah, it's like their the one tweet blew up, but it wasn't from a. I'm sure they do good work over there, but yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't from a credible source. So it's like, okay, well, it's still up in the air. And I don't, I feel like though, if The Rock was doing a Call of Duty movie, th- those are two titans in their respective lanes i feel like they they would announce that shit and promote the fuck out of it like think how long the rock has been promoting like black adam and all of his products like he announces it so far in advance because he has he's one of the few celebrities and spokespersons persons people spokespeople spokesperson i think it works both ways (laughs) whatever um he's one of the few that can keep up the hype throughout the duration of the production or whatever it's like normally if you know just your average celebrity did it you know that far in advance like two years in advance at best or at at the minimum maybe more it's like they wouldn't be able to sustain that hype it would die off very quickly so it's like that makes me think it's not call of duty because call of duty has kind of gone under fire recently where it's like now they're finally thinking about not doing their annual release so it's like they could use the good press too right so that makes me think it's not call of duty not necessarily that it is gears of war but yeah (laughs) i think they just want maybe the rock or whoever the rock and co they want to wait for the perfect time to announce it so maybe that's why we're not hearing anything you know, officially, I don't even think on his on his Instagram. That's usually where he'll say something, and I don't think he's. Oh, even, he's a big Instagram. He's guy. never really. Uh, I don't think he's even mentioned it through that. So I think that would be the first place, if anywhere, that we'll hear something. And but still, if it's not Call of Duty, I feel like it. It makes sense for it not to be Call of Duty because I'm still confused why it would be Call of Duty besides it being a huge but, franchise. Right, because it's like you considering who the Rock is, like Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't fit. And like, if you were to do one of the, if you were to do a Call of Duty movie, it seems like the Modern Warfare Two campaign would be everyone's preference. And I'm, I was never a campaign guy, so I can't speak yeah. too much on it. But it seems like that's from what I've seen, everyone's preference. But it's like. The, the rock just seemed very out of place unless it's just like a generic war movie 
and then you just slap the Call of Duty title, loosely on, which, based it, yeah, right. Which which does happen, not with necessarily with the Rock. He would never steep stoop so low, but right. uh, it does happen. But yeah, that, that's a great point. It's like Halo, which is where I wanted to talk about here in a second. Like, there's that overarching story of the Halo games. Mm-hmm. It's like you know there is kind of a script right there and campaigns are scripts but like call of duty it's obviously a different thing every single time halo it's like it's master chief it's master chief and it's basically just like different you know adventures or campaigns throughout so it's like halo makes more sense to turn into on-screen stuff than call of duty does because it's not necessarily the same characters every time Uh, i'm sure there's video game diehards yelling at their phone or whatever they're listening to telling me i'm wrong but it just yeah that all this is just i don't think it's call of duty like that's not where i would necessarily put my money but right it's the biggest video game so it's like you can't really bet against it either yeah you're just like thinking of all the type of movies that he's made and the genres he usually goes after and it just you know of course you could be you can see him as a military you know soldier or whatever sure but still it's like this it doesn't seem like the right ip for him although when you were talking about modern warfare that was what i was thinking of too there's like no character in there that looks or resembles the rock and he's like exactly huge biggest shit you know samoan guy but then i was thinking i haven't really played advanced warfare and i feel like if there was if they wanted to go that route i feel like maybe that would make more sense to go in the space futuristic you know realm of call of duty which i wasn't really a big fan of but if there was a uh um uh, what's it called installment of the game that I would base a movie off of. I feel like it would be that one. If I was the rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the way call of duty is gone, like, I just don't know that you would want to do that right now. Like I, because modern warfare two is going way back into the well. And then yeah. since then, I don't know what the general public would consider to be the last good of call of duty, but I know they haven't necessarily loved the last the last few the last couple yeah i think vanguard might be better than uh, the cold war but i think modern warfare usually modern warfare is the strongest <laughs> right of, the, so of all like, the franchise yeah i don't know we'll we'll see but i i don't think it is call of duty i would still bet it's it, it's got to be gears of war like i i truthfully believe it's got to be gears of war right now he said it's his favorite game and he's been playing it for 20 years or whatever so now we got to find out (laughs) so i'm glad you bring that up because uh no matter what game it is i call bullshit (laughs) the rock has not been playing maybe he he played it he played it once 20 years ago and then he played (laughs) it recently and then that qualifies as playing it for 20 years Uh, technically i guess (laughs) you know the the rock is very creative they got to play it up to that yeah they gotta play it up but i call bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i yeah that that's that was my first reaction to that but uh halo series the trailer came out did you see it yeah what did you think of it i did see it i've never played this xbox exclusive so i have exactly same but (laughs) i'm a playstation guy it looks like you can watch the series without having played the game which is super cool and obviously there's stuff in there for the diehards right like the, of course yeah. in the trailer they're like hi i'm cortana like i'm sure that's that was like a oh shit moment for the the you know yeah, xbox head for cortana though for me i'm like oh the microsoft lady <laughs> <laughs> which it is like xbox microsoft so. yeah that's all i think about i didn't think about halo <laughs> yeah but it seems like you can kind of 
watch it without a ton of background knowledge on it, which is always good. Like if you can, you know, explain it without having it detract from the actual storyline, then, you know, obviously that's, that's what you want, but it looks good. I mean, in shit, uh, Paramount plus low key has like a strong foundation for original content because I will watch it eventually. It is on my list. I'm just not financially ready to buy all the cowboy hats and cowboy boots uh, I will want after watching it. But Yellowstone 1883, those are really good. Uh, They have all the South Park shit. And, you know, South Park has has a big fan base. And, you know, they signed the creators on for like seven movies and 25 seasons or some shit like that. Uh, so South Park will be, you know, pumping out content on Paramount Plus, and now you get the Halo series. Like all of a sudden, that's you know, th- well, it, Yellowstone slash eighteen eighty three has built up a fan base, but South Park and Halo like have two huge built-in fan bases already. Right, right. So it's like Paramount Plus all of a sudden. I mean, probably better than who? Yeah, better than Hulu for as far as original content. Right. Uh, Netflix has been so spotty. Like they yeah. they have great stuff. Like uh, I haven't watched Ozark, but uh, you know, obviously that's great the show. big the big trend right now is like the Ozark new season. Um, but then they have like a bunch of most expensive movie of all time that's just like a big flop. Yeah, Netflix does and HBO Max like they don't really have HBO Max original content. It's just like HBO stuff, which is good. Like all the shit hbo pumps out is good but it's like they don't so uh, yeah, pretty much is, warner brothers is their hbo original right, content <laughs> right so the, all this is just to say like paramount plus has true good original content and yeah it's very cheap like i, I think i buy or i subscribe to it through prime so i don't know the exact uh dollar amount of cost but i think it's only like five or six bucks a month whereas netflix is like 21 bucks a month yeah, I just got a notification on Netflix. It was like, we're raising the price on March 2nd to 15 49 or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't even pay it. No, so I'm, I can't complain, but still. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. So it's like, oh, oh that sucks for people that pay. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that sucks for you, dad. But then, I, <laughs> but then I have every other streaming service. So it's like, I guess I'm the fool. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't you know want a cable, I, but I pay for every streaming service under the sun. Yeah, cable is going... I don't know how soon, but it is slowly becoming obsolete. But uh, I was going to say, I forgot that Paramount, I think it's Paramount TV, right? Because it used to be Spike TV. Yeah. And I totally forgot. I was like, shit. There was and then it just became, it, was out, it became Paramount. Yeah. 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 I don't even. I don't, did somebody own Spike already or was Paramount already the owner of Spike? Uh, so Viacom is the parent company. They own CBS, oh, they own Nickelodeon, Spike. Oh, okay. Spike. Um, oh, okay. MTV. Okay. Yeah. So then they rebranded Spike to Paramount and they were just going to do movies and, and stuff like that. Basically, like what, what ABC Family kind of had movies before. Right. Um, oh, free, free form. I, I never, I never call it free form. <laughs> right. Right. But basically, that was the branding. It's like, yeah. ABC Family is shifting to like movies only, but even though free form still does shows as well, that was the, the thing behind spike they are shifting from shows to basically only movies but then i think viacom sold or like there was some acquisition or sale or yeah, something like okay. that that kind of paused everything because uh, i'm a big fan of ink master and ink master oh, yeah. was, uh, was a spike show and then uh one of the judges turned out to be a little racist Oh, so they paused it and then now they're bringing it back so it's like they have a couple seasons on netflix don't they 
Yeah, but all of the seasons are on Paramount Plus. So I've okay. been grinding through those. Yeah, I have Paramount Plus. I had the free trial, and then I and then I canceled the free trial when I didn't see Robin Big on there. <laughs> Robin Big's on there. It. Uh, I don't think it was when I was on there when they first came out, or when they I had mean, dropped the price or something. Uh, I was like, this is some bullshit. I don't even think all of Jersey Shore was on there either, so that made me mad. Well, I. I th- <laughs> I think it is now because I've I watched all of Robin Big and all of Fantasy Factory. Okay, I think I did. I definitely saw Fantasy Factory, but I don't think I saw Robin Big, and then I don't think I saw most, or at least the latest seasons, or at least the most recent seasons of uh, Jersey Shore. Yeah. So the MTV is so weird with their like with their shit because you would think it would be available like next day. On Paramount Plus, but it's that would be smart. Yeah, not like Hulu. That's why I, I talked about this last week. But like, that's why I fucking love Hulu and will never get rid of Hulu. Like, yeah, all of the the shit that's on TV. You know, like my wife and I watch The Bachelor. I know you're a Bachelor fan too. Yeah, uh, like that's available next day on Hulu. Perfect. S- skip through the commercials. I have no ads. Boom. Perfect. Um, Abbott Elementary is another one we talked about. Like all of those, like it's just yeah. so easy and convenient. All the NBC stuff, like I still watch The Voice and like whatnot. Um, and if you're into all the any of those competition shows, like Hulu has it the next day, and Hulu has live sports. Um, <laughs> I had to include that, but like that's why I love Hulu. But you would think for all the and uh, HBO Max, if like Euphoria is on, well, that any show is, but Euphoria is the biggest one right now. Euphoria yeah. is on hbo at nine it's also on hbo max at nine like that's yeah it's not like you're it's a arrival like hulu i understand it's the next day because it's abc they're all owned by disney but like it's abc one night and then hulu the next morning that's fine but like if it's your streaming service why not make it day and date effectively (laughs) makes no sense Hopefully they switch to that soon. And I'm pretty sure they have, you know, deals and contracts or whatever that needs to finish or something to, to that extent. But yeah, it would make sense. You have your, if you're Viacom and you own MTV, it would make sense to put your MTV shit on the next day on Paramount. Yeah. Cause like I, I, I might've been on Hulu at the time before Paramount plus launched, but yeah, I, I binged all the Jersey shore seasons. Yeah. And then uh, I, I watched the first season of family vacation okay yeah see they don't have that they don't even have the last couple seasons of family vacation on hulu or paramount yeah i'm trying to i think when the la- where i stopped is like when situation got out of jail that's how far i got okay. into okay. family vacations like and i think i watched i think that's first, where it cuts off too i think i watched the first episode or maybe i watched a couple episodes when they're in the pandemic because i, I remember right. like okay, yeah. they're right. like Mike's just flabbergasted that he has to wipe down boxes that uh, <laughs> like Amazon boxes. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love junk TV. It's just, that's probably yeah. one thing I'll never grow out of. I could just eat up some junk TV. No big deal. Kind yeah, of doing, here. Yeah, yeah. Jersey shore is easily my favorite, <laughs> at least run like, currently running reality. TV oh show. yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's such garbage, but I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's the go-to show for me. Yeah. Is it a go-to show? Like a reality junk show you watch? Oh, I mean, Jersey Shore is definitely up there. Yeah. Uh I, w- I would say Big Brother, but I don't know if it's junk, but yeah. it can be. <laughs> it's a competition show, so it's like yeah, it's I, I mean, I would consider The Bachelor junk, but like yeah, I, I watch that cuz my wife's very into it, so it's you know. Yeah. Plus it's it's very like pop culture stuff like if 
in that's really Twitter, you know, kind of blows up over, over that. So it's like, I'd like to be in the know. Yeah. pretty. Yeah. Don't want to feel left out FOMO. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of what else. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's usually a lot of TLC shows can be garbage too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, my, have, I don't uh, watch a lot of TLC shows, but I, yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah. My wife's really big into those too. So like all your 90 day fiances, yeah. uh, the <laughs> unexpected is their version of like 16 and pregnant. That oh, show sure. is just so the, the, that's new, right? The, yeah. The people on there are just, uh, there's a couple seasons, but the people oh, on there okay. are just so goddamn stupid. And I get it. <laughs> they're like teenagers. Yeah. Even the parents are so goddamn stupid, but it's like, it. I mean, that's the definition of junk TV. Like it's so stupid, but you can't stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> so catfish, you watch catfish. I never got into catfish. I, I, you know, my extent of catfish is just like, uh, what's the clip like you never should have called me a fat ass kelly price or kelly something. price yeah <laughs> like that's my extent of knowledge on catfish there's a uk version i don't know if you knew that no i didn't I, yeah there's <laughs> that one's probably pretty good i haven't seen it yet i think i recorded it but i haven't seen it and i'm hopefully you know a lot of the good things about with catfish is with uh the two ho- the co-hosts i mean the two hosts uh, neve and max but max is not hosting anymore right but i'm i don't even know who the hosts uh, of the uk version are but i just hope they're good it's and ricky I hope- gervais yeah, Ricky, Ricky Gervais <laughs> and Russell Brand. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how it is, you know, catfishing overseas. <laughs> if it's the same, if it's worse, if it's more uh Boy, bougie bro, or a bit fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was terrible. Oh, <laughs> oh, but speaking of junk TV, I just remember another one. I know you watch it too, but too hot to handle on Netflix. Is, oh man, yeah, that's right. Great. That's right. <laughs> it's so so stupid but it's so stupid it's it's great (laughs) yeah can't stop can't stop watching it can't take my eyes off of it and i don't blame you sir (laughs) (laughs) but it couldn't be me though that shit wouldn't happen to me (laughs) no like i mean (laughs) the people on there just so stupid uh did you watch love is blind oh yeah that was that was another good show i liked Uh, reality show next season's coming out next week oh shit for real February 11th. Oh, man. See, I've been waiting for that because the people I, on the first season were tripping. Dude, the people in the first season, that one chick, um, God, I, I don't remember her name. The blonde chick that was like married or got engaged to the one guy, but was in love with the other one. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Was, was it Jessica? Yeah, I think her name was Jessica. <laughs> one of the most crazy people <laughs> ever. Yeah. That that... Ever seen. <laughs> I love that shit. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, there's plenty of junk TV that. That's right. I forgot. Oh yeah. man, too hot to handle and Love Is Blind. Where those are like really the main ones I just I got into on Netflix. God, and there was a Love Is Blind reunion. I saw last that one. Year. I, I didn't yeah. watch. It. I think it was like a three episode reunion. Like where are they now? Type, but yeah. it was kind of it was weird because one of the guys from Love Is Blind. Uh, was dating francesca from too hot to oh yeah that's right yeah so i was like what the fuck yeah this i was, I was confused right here <laughs> but i guess it makes sense both netflix shows and all that stuff but and speaking of netflix though did you see all the previewed uh, sh- uh movies they got coming out N- no i didn't i th- i think i saw a list somewhere but anything good uh you know they they're just showing glimpses so all everything just kind of peaks is meant to peak interest but i don't know if anything will look good in the when the trailers come out but uh 
uh, they got that Ryan Reynolds movie at the Adam Project. I don't even know who else is in it, but it's him and some kid. Uh, Jamie Foxx has two movies on Netflix, which I f- forgot about one of them. But yeah, one is a zombie movie and one is like called The Clone Project. And then, of course, the biggest one is Knives Out 2. They finally showed a, just a small glimpse of, of, Wait, of the that's cast. that's going to Netflix? Yeah, going to Netflix. Oh, two sequels. Don't love that. <laughs> I don't love it either. I mean, hopefully that doesn't, you know, the, the, the quality stole. Why is it going to Netflix? <laughs> that is that is a really good question, considering how big of a hit it was. <laughs> Unless Netflix literally just paid like a hundred million off the bat for it. It was four hundred. I think it was. Oh, I might be exaggerating. It was like two hundred million at least for both sequels. Just for the rights. <laughs> just, just for the sequels. <laughs> Yeah, but like before you even pay the cast and crew. I mean, I don't that might be I'm sure it. it was a bid, right? Like the same way uh they probably did bid, but Nolan. it's weird to bid a movie that's already owned by a company, or at least I would think was owned by who made that movie? That's a good question. Lionsgate? No, not Lionsgate. I I'm gonna have to watch it. First of all, great movie. It's on Amazon Prime. But that that's because yeah. I don't know, that's so random to me. Um, let's see here, bad radio, but oh, it's not even a big. Co- oh, it is Lion. It's distributed by Lionsgate, but it's a company uh, that. Oh, of course, it's Ryan Johnson's company. Uh, that makes sense. But three hundred eleven million gross worldwide. So it's like if you're getting two hundred right off the bat. Oh, it's uh, you here. Here, I got the number for you. It was the rights to two sequels, and it's four hundred sixty-nine million. Oh uh, well, yeah. If you're getting two thirty-five off the bat, like, yeah, I guess it kind of it w- works out. That's insane, though. That's an insane amount of money. <laughs> well, that's why they fucking had to raise their prices to twenty-one ninety-nine a month, man. Yeah, I remember that's back funny. in my day. Yeah. It was like eight ninety nine. Back in my day, I got discs in my mailbox. <laughs> I, I had that then too. I remember getting discs for the uh, you know season three of Smallville in my mailbox, like waiting like a goddamn. Oh well, I was a kid at the time, but like waiting like a goddamn school kid, like for the mailman to come to bring my Smallville DVDs. Uh, Netflix and, and Ryan was Ryan Gosling has a movie too. I think Ryan and uh, and Adarmus are in the same movie. Oh, oh yeah, Chris Evans. Well, Chris Evans, yeah. Is that the he same? He showed movie? up in there too. Is it the gray? It is. Yeah, it's the gray man. Uh yeah, he showed oh, up. Gray in there man. Too. Yeah, gray is Liam Neeson. Yeah, that that looks pretty interesting. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, I think it'll be uh, interesting need year. some to earn some goodwill. They do. What was the last good net good one movie? Because they they've had a lot of duds. Like uh, you said Jamie Foxx. I thought of, I was like, oh God, I haven't seen Project Power. Or I completely forgot about Project Power. Yeah. That movie sucked. Yeah, that wasn't that good at all. Um, and, oh, but I haven't seen the Sandra Bullock movie, but I heard that's decent. I don't know how Bird good Box? it is. No, uh, Unforgivable with Viola Davis. Oh and- shit, I forgot about. Yeah, no, I, I completely forgot that uh, that came to Netflix. I, I need to watch that because I remember seeing the trailer for that. I was like, ah, oh, shit, that looks. Oh, good. also forgot to mention Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill have a movie together <laughs> oh, coming out weird. on Netflix. 
But it's like they get the names. The names and the star power is not where Netflix struggles. It's the actual no, goddamn it's the content, movie. the quality of the shit they release. <laughs> like I remember being super excited for uh, I think it was called Triple Frontier. It had oh yeah, it yeah. was like Ben Affleck, but and, and a bunch of other like no, I think maybe Charlie Os- Hunnam, Oscar Isaac, Oscar too. Isaac, I think yeah. And that to at that point it was Netflix's biggest budget for a movie, and that movie was so mid. Like it's just I hate that painfully mid strong. You got a strong cast like that, and you just give them a mid ass script. And uh, I mean, listen, I love me some Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but Red Notice was trash. Yeah, uh, that means you could say Tick Tick Boom. That might be the last one. Uh, <laughs> so they're they're good at like the Oscar shit. Yeah, that's right. They re- they are really good at that. The dramas and all yeah, type of shit. Yeah, so like, that. like Tick Tick Boom, uh, Two Popes, Roma. Yeah, uh, there there's more. Power but, of the Dog. Uh, I forgot that was the original. Oh, um, The Harder They Fall wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it feels like they have like they're, they have their so many hit, duds, though. Yeah, their hit <laughs> ratio is not very high. No. It's like if you want to take out the Oscars, like because the Oscars are almost like they're in a separate category to me because like I have to be in a mood to watch those. I'm yeah. looking for the shit I can literally just throw on and be entertained. And that's where they struggle. Yeah. I think and the like, last good movie, I mean, uh, the last movie like that, I think I would say is Extraction. I watched Extraction once and I didn't love it. I'll have to rewatch it. Yeah, they're making the, they're making oh, a sequel. Yeah, that's right. He's in the snow this time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the uh, they can't use the uh, yellow Mexican filter anymore. Yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> that was not being me. That was not me being racist, folks. That's me calling yeah. out racism in Netflix with a yeah. yellow filter. Anytime they try to portray Mexico. <laughs> Basically, any country that's not doing as well as America, quote unquote, <laughs> which is which this. in America's mind is any other country in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's out of yeah, if it, yeah, if, if it's slap not, a yellow <laughs> filter on it, yep. Third world country instantly. Yep. If it's filmed outside of America, it's got some type of no sunlight, <laughs> no sunlight, yeah, whatsoever. Um, it's grainy as shit. Like damn, you <laughs> they're like damn, they got smog everywhere. <laughs> No, that's just the filter. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, let's get into our movie review. Like I said, off the top, we are reviewing Moonfall today. This is the latest disaster genre film. Um, you don't get a, a ton from the trailer. Like, you get enough to know the premise, but, like, it doesn't tell you what's going on or, like... Mm-hmm. Basically, the first all, trailer does. <laughs> yeah. So it's like basically the trailer just lets you know that the moon is about to crash into the earth, which I guess is really all you need to know. But, yeah. you know, just initial thoughts before I like set up the movie and the review and stuff like you do not get a good sense of where this movie is going from the trailers. I think that's no. safe to say. And not that it was bad. And but we've talked about it basically every review, especially me, like the expectation versus reality of just seeing these movies is like the key, the determining factor to our reviews. I feel like, you know, so many times my expectations are high and even though it's like still a good movie, I'm just so let down that I give it a low score or vice versa. I'm expecting a movie to not tickle my fancy at all, but I was like, Oh shit, that's pretty good. And then I give it a higher score than probably, you know, it deserves or, or truly is but moonfall like you don't yeah 
know what's going on and it gets very wacky but in moonfall a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it with mere weeks before impact in the world on the brink of annihilation nasa executive and former astronaut joe fowler is convinced she has the key to saving us all but only one astronaut from her past brian harper and a conspiracy theorist casey houseman believe her these unlikely heroes will mount an impossible last-ditch mission to into space, leaving or leaving behind everyone they love, only to find out they might have prepared for the wrong mission. Five point two on IMDb. Uh, this movie hasn't. Te- if you're listening to this on release date, it's coming. It's it's out now, but it hasn't been. It. If you're listening to this on release date, this is the release date for the movie as well. So it, you know, a lot of the scores haven't come in. But the initial wave of scores weren't entirely favorable to the movie. Um, oh, starring Halle, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, uh, Michael Pena is in there as well. Uh, Kelly Riley. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I mean, that was my initial thoughts. Like I was trying to it's been a little bit since we've seen the movie at this point, but I was trying to recall my initial thoughts and. It was basically what I just said, like the expectation versus reality of it was not what I expected at yeah. all. Um, and yeah, the also- first thing you said to me was like, uh, it wasn't it wasn't bad. He's like, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I was it like, is- yeah, I didn't hate it either. I didn't think it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, I think that's like, it, it, you know, my elevator pitch. If I had to give one for this movie is like, I didn't hate it. Like, I, yeah. that's that's really what I can say from this. And. I can't think of like that one amazing disaster movie. Like they all have their elements of like eye rolls to an extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think most of them are made by this director. <laughs> so, oh, shit. I didn't so even say your... the director. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dire- directed by Roland Emmerich, which, you know, for those not familiar, I mean, he did uh, Independence Day, uh, Day After Tomorrow, God- uh, both Independence Days, I believe. Um, yeah. Godzilla day after 2012 2012 yeah so uh he did do white house down which i like quite a bit oh yeah Um, me too but yeah this is his his kind of thing um it it, it, yeah i just didn't hate it but it is very wacky and yeah i i get it needed something else to elevate it because if it was just the moon falling out of orbit randomly one day yeah (laughs) <laughs> and they had to save it like sort of like armageddon but obviously you can't re- you can't really redo armageddon um yeah. so it's like it's if it was sort of like armageddon but without it really being as good no one would have liked it so like i get you had to do something different but there was just no preparation <laughs> whatsoever for that like and, and we'll get into it once we get into to spoilers um and really open up for a discussion but it gets wacky to a point where it's just like all right and, and, and not like uh, like um i think it was called knowing with Nick- nicholas cage i don't know if you've seen yeah. or remember that yeah. movie that yeah. movie i i felt the same way but that movie was wacky to a level where it's just like this movie fucking sucks yeah. <laughs> and i didn't feel that way about moonfall but it it did have that same reaction uh for from me where it's like all right this got really wacky all of a sudden and i kind of don't like it 
but it's been a fine enough movie to this point where it's like i don't mind but it's just it's, it's one of those films like you I, again expectation versus reality but you should expect a movie that's just like entertaining but like it's i mean at least <laughs> and it might be realistic but it seemingly unrealistic but what did you think yeah do you remember that movie that keanu reeves movie the day the earth stood still uh i watched it when i was very little yeah um, and i don't remember a ton of it i'll have to rewatch it though and i don't remember it really either but i was just feeling like the knowing and that movie the day the earth stood still probably have this <laughs> similar things going <laughs> but yeah moonfall is it, there is a shift where you're like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting that. Although I don't know if it completely landed for me, because like you said, it's, it's a little wacky and it, some eye rolling going on, especially in the dialogue and and the things that saying and how they're saying them, which is understandable. You know, I think this movie knows exactly what kind of movie it is. And I, and I, and I guess there is some sort of self-awareness to it, but it there are things where you wish they could have been done better, at least. In terms of like you have a moon coming to Earth or getting closer to Earth and you would think that some of the action moments would be like the craziest things you've ever seen on on a big screen. And I felt like we didn't really get that, especially if you compare it to uh, the other shit he's done. Roland Emmerich has done um, with Day After Tomorrow and Independence Day. I don't think it's on the same level as those two movies, at least in my opinion. Um, but I do think it's really um, there's some ambitious shit going on. And I think that concept, I don't know if it's if this is a, his own idea or or it's based on something. But the fact that you can I mean, the, the idea that the moon might not be what it what we've known it to be is mm-hmm. a really wild and unique and creative concept. Um, uh, I, I felt like Halle Berry did OK, but I don't something about her performance was throwing me off. <laughs> And I love how she did. she didn't uh, like lose her kid. Her kid wasn't kidnapped. Oh yeah, that I guess technically <laughs> there like well, there was, but it oh, wasn't damn, necessarily you know her what? fault. I just <laughs> I just realized she did have a kid in there. <laughs> yeah, and she damn, did kind of let him like yeah. get into a sketchy situation. <laughs> yeah, what is going on with Halle Berry and her kids in these movies, man? Did you see her that. react to that tweet? Um, I might have, but I probably I just forgot it. Then someone tweeted, "It's like, uh, like don't um don't let Halle Berry have a kid in any of these movies." Basically, alluding to how every yeah. movie her kid is in in like grave danger, and, and she just reacted to she was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like yeah. like realizing that you know the, the person yeah. at that point. <laughs> I think now I now I remember exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's true. But I didn't even connect that when I watched the movie. I was like, "Oh shit, you." <laughs> yeah she got kid problems she need to keep her uh her children in control but yeah um yeah i thought she did okay patrick wilson was good i thought the guy john bradley he was he was kind of the comedic relief you know granted he did say that some of the most cheesy corny lines uh his dialogue was not great yeah it's not i mean as much as i kind of enjoyed all of it it was not great (laughs) uh there's also a moment where halle berry has like gives this little speech and that was giving me independence day you know a flashback but uh nothing tops that president speech from independence day and i hate that roland had to retread that and do this do it again um yeah i think some of this i think this movie kind of misses the the tense and emotional moments none of those there's no edge of the seat moment at least I, did you feel like there was a moment in 
where you felt like you were at the edge of your seat? Like, gripping, um, like, oh, man, I hope they make it or I hope this doesn't happen. You're like, I, I would say the scene where they. All right. We'll, we'll just get into spoilers here. All right. Spoilers. The scene where they're uh, having to get into space when the moon is literally so <clears> close, <throat> it's like rolling through Earth. Oh, yeah. That scene was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I was on the edge of my seat because obviously they were going to get into space like that's that's pretty you know self-explanatory or like you could see that coming um but otherwise no like there wasn't anything that really you know like set me over the top or push it over the top for me or anything like that yeah i didn't feel like there were you know the tense emotional moments that you get from independence day day after tomorrow even 2012 you get some of those uh human uh, um, uh, moments or emotional scenes and I didn't think especially all the relationships in there felt so shallow and I think that's what yes. the problem was it's like ah you got and I felt like they were explaining so much and not giving us enough action even though a lot of shit happens it just wasn't that super chaotic action that I, that I was expecting although I did like that the idea of uh, gravity being on earth <laughs> as weird as that looked i thought that was a good idea um but yeah there's nothing all the relationships that you're 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 supposed to be rooting for you're supposed to feel connected to they just were poorly handled and i think that's why i'm feeling that's why i'm having the opinion that i have is just because you can't connect to the characters as well as you 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 would like to and that's the problem with all of these like disaster movies but like i i think back even to the the godzilla from like 2014 or something yeah. like that it's like all, for for some reason a prere- prerequisite to doing one of these movies is the main character has to be estranged it's an estranged yeah. father an ex-husband who's like oh, barely yeah. in his kid's life like uh you know uh person that works too hard yeah stepfather (laughs) that's always a you know in these movies and like when you have that it's hard to to connect because obviously those those families on screen are are disconnected so it's like we can't connect to them so yeah it does seem like the relationships are shallow which they kind of were like all of the relationships in this film were not strong and it wasn't just like uh patrick wilson's character it was Halle, halle berry and like yeah um and uh john bradley his character like he's barely talks to his granted his mom like has like alzheimer's or dementia or something dementia yeah that's probably Uh, the only character i could connect to just because i have a grandmother who has dementia but everybody else is like handled poorly (laughs) I, i liked i liked how they handled him though because like he wasn't uh just a a kook like he wasn't just i did i agree some like crazy out there like he he was actually really smart he just had a theory, right? Which mm-hmm. is probably how a lot of science was done, you know, back way back when or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the first person who discovered gravity is like, oh no, you're fucking insane, or I don't know. Uh, but like, you know, he, he he just stuck to his guns basically. But yeah. he what he wasn't like overbearing or in your face, or they didn't make him like a crackhead or, or like yeah, exactly the, some other person. He was just a, just a guy who believed in this and like, you know, was finally with the moon going out of orbit. He was finally like proved right, and that just made him a little bit more eccentric with his theories and whatnot. So I thought it 
like the way they used him was really good. I thought, yeah, I thought Patrick Wilson was pretty good. It's just like the, you know, it was hard to connect with him because like, you know, he was kind of, um, uh, isolated himself like he lost oh, yeah. his job lost his yeah. family so it's like all right well, people thought he was the crazy one right so it's like it, it was hard to connect with him uh, i am glad they didn't do a patrick wilson halle berry character love story like that oh, would yeah, have been too. just a, a little much <laughs> super cliche right exactly so i'm glad they didn't do that um Otherwise, yeah, th- there's just not a lot of depth to this movie, and it's a das- disaster movie. Yeah. So there's not going to be like in yeah. That's I know fine. people are probably thinking like, why do they want to? Why do they want to care about characters and have depth? And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I know, but the problem with me, at least, is that if you're gonna make a disaster movie, have the disaster and chaos really be great. And if you're not gonna have great, you know, action scenes and disaster moments, at least build up the 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 emotion or depth of the characters and i felt like they fell flat on both accounts for me yeah but you brought up a great point which i remember uh like thinking after like as soon as we left the theater it's like it's a fascinating fucking concept like yeah. with with the moon just uh you know being the way it is and staying in perfect uh what's the ro- not rotation trips around the sun or the not access, the sun. The, whatever the, yeah, yeah we're not like scientists <laughs> staying the perfect distance away from the earth and yeah perfect orbit i guess right um uh, right. and like being i don't remember the exact number but being one to 360th smaller than the earth like perfect size like i don't know it, but it makes sense right it, it was just a fascinating concept like you know the moon's just a little too convenient it yeah. is basically what the, the concept goes like a little little sus you know yeah. just the size of it and it's staying perfectly you know six feet apart from the earth like it was just a little sus so i, I liked that but the actual robots the ai or whatever the, the yeah. villain i thought that was not all that uh entertaining <laughs> like yeah exactly it, it was it was fine and I'm like, they didn't do the the alien thing, so I was like, okay, that that's fine. I appreciate you doing something different. And AI yeah. also very fascinating concept because oh, yeah, AI sure. can easily like fucking ruin your life. Yeah, um, I, I unplugged my Alexa when I got home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it's like, okay, but it was just it, <laughs> first of all, the the villain, the actual AI looked like the goddamn uh, the microbots from uh, Big Hero Six. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's um, right. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> so it's like that threw me off. And then when they actually get inside the moon, it's like I am the consciousness. And it was like, all right, are we back in the fucking matrix or something? Like, what yeah. is this? Like, once they got inside the moon, I'm, I was fine with the moon being hollow. I was fine yeah. with it being like a a base uh, command for the uh, um, survivors, not the. Um, refugees or whatever like i was fine with it being that but like once they got in there it's like oh we are the consciousness or whatever the fuck they're called i was like oh my god that's yeah a bridge too far like if (laughs) if you want to say ai is behind all of it cool but like it was just yeah i thought that was an interesting shift which i had no problem with i just wish it landed better or (laughs) right 
I was like, because you know, you don't get that hint from the the trailers at all, and you really don't even get that hint from the from the uh, from the actual movie itself until they explicitly say what's going on. Yeah, and with the moon, like it, they Roland Emmerich did a great job of like incorporating um, aspects that I, at least I didn't think about. Maybe other people thought about because I remember um, when like it really starts escalating in the movie well now all of a sudden the tide's coming up really far i was like oh shit the tide like that yeah. that's that's fucking yeah yeah obviously the tides have come out you're gonna get a huge fucking tidal wave and shit like that that makes a lot of sense i don't understand how the mood controls the tide like that makes no goddamn sense to me but yeah it, it, <laughs> I, I know it's a thing yeah. so it's like if the moon's fucked up the tide's gonna be fucked up too yeah. So, of course, like everyone's having to retreat to higher ground and uh, fucking ha- shit had me, me wanting to move to Colorado and all this stuff. Um, I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, there there was one part I'm trying to remember, but they, they kind of like bring religion into it or like um, I can't remember exactly when it was. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a while since we last saw the movie. It's been a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. They 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 bring like they make it um, theology. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a term. <laughs> yeah, so they bring like theology into it, and I guess you kind of have to. And I mean, shit, that's fascinating too because I'm not like a um, huge conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But yeah, listen, there there has to be other shit out there. That's, right. that's just my my take on it it's like i think it's stupid or, or naive i should say to to think you're the only planet with life on it that's just my take i'm not saying every other planet is um you know habitable or has life or whatever whatever but you know with this it's like it just felt like they they took it a, a bridge too far for me or it's like they're getting really into like the beliefs of it all and i'm just like all right like I mean, it's yeah. AI, it's consciousness, it's it's something I, I get. Like if you venture into space, it's got to, it needs to get wacky. And like shit, I mean, people are probably looking at Marvel movies, being like, "What the fuck?" Like those are the most <laughs> wacky shit ever. Yeah, but it's just like when you get into all of that, it's just like it, it, if it's so out there, you need to do a better job of explaining it. Which is why I can follow marvel movies because they do a great job of explaining the backstory of it all and the kind of hierarchy of the cosmic beings and whatnot whereas this it's like all right we're just now getting introduced to these cosmic beings and they make no goddamn sense yeah and it's the third (laughs) act so they got to hurry up (laughs) right so it's like yeah that's basically what a a long you know unelegant inelegant unelegant not elegant inelegant um way uh, of explaining my my view on it it's just like i i'm fascinated by the concept of space and what might be out there and is other life inferior to us or is it superior to us in terms of technology uh like did they create us i i, I don't fucking know I, yeah. I don't have the answers but it is a fascinating concept and i think roland emmerich hit on some of them Mm-hmm. but missed big time on others. So it, it kind of was just like a, a, a back and forth with me. Am I interested? Yes. All right, cool. All right. Lost my interest. And then, okay, I'm back. And then now I'm out again. Yeah. Um, that was a lot happens. of that. Yeah. That's how I felt through the entire movie. 
Yeah, that's exactly yeah, basically a, a, a good summary of how I felt. Like, oh, oh, you got me. Oh, what's this? Oh, okay, I, I'm not doing this. Oh, oh okay, Ooh, piece of candy. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, a piece of candy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, a razor blade. No, I don't want. That. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, that's ex- kind of sums up how I feel too. It, it hill, peaks and valleys, but a lot more valleys. Um, because I do, I really think Independence Day and and Day After Tomorrow are like his top two. Uh, disaster movies and they handle they handle the emotion they handle the the depth and and, and the, the action very well like because there's a father-son relationship in day after tomorrow and even though they're so far away like you still feel you know the emotional connection and their bond or whatever it is you just don't get none of that you know in uh in moonfall uh, i did like the moon coming close that like you brought up the you mentioned the the idea of being the moon i mean the the moon shifting things but while it was shifting things i liked as it got closer (laughs) i like the scenes where it showed the moon coming you know even closer to earth and it was reminding me of eternals when um what's that guy's name again uh Uh, that big motherfucker wait oh uh, ersham yeah 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 that's what it was reminding me of i was like damn if i ever saw the moon that close uh yeah that's just a wild you know concept to behold is the moon being that fucking close to earth <laughs> yeah i i mean there's not a lot going for this movie it can be it can be entertaining this is definitely an fx movie <laughs> just like how yeah. white house white house down is an fx movie the, even the day after all the movies all the disaster movies have been on F, on uh, fx and i feel like you could turn this on and you'd be all right you won't you know have too many complaints but not yeah not too much going for it and unfortunately i think it's roland's weakest uh, weakest outing of the disaster universe he has created. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because I, I, I'm I can get into a good disaster movie every yeah, now I'm, and yeah, then. I love disaster movies, and I was kind of let down. <laughs> yeah, it, it did have its moments, but it, it did yeah. fall flat. And again, it feels like there's always those movies where it's like, all right, this is good disaster, you know, genre or content. Yeah. And then there's some way wacky out there explanation for it all. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes maybe the earth is just pissed at you. Yeah. <laughs> and like and it's just fucking time. Like uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of like 2012. I don't remember what the explanation was for for 2012. Uh but it's like, oh, magically Africa's the only place that was safe. It's like, okay, but why? <laughs> like why is the whole, the whole earth you know falling on i don't even remember like i think, I think it was like remember the sea the rumors was like the mayans whatever the mayan calendar said it was going to end 2012 oh right 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 because that that's basically thing. yeah they, i think that's kind of a movie it about it <laughs> yeah pretty much so i don't know it's just a weird genre and i get you have to get weird to do that it's yeah. just like if you're going to get weird, explain it is basically what I'm saying. Just ask, ask for permission. Like, I'm okay with weird stuff. Just ask for permission so I know what's going on. Basically. I think sometimes you don't even have to explain it, at least with this, like uh, Independence Day. We don't give a fuck where these aliens came from. We just know they're there. <laughs> but like that, that that's a little bit easier to comprehend because it's just, yeah. it's aliens. Like I it's can, aliens, I, can yeah. I can do aliens, but like in Moonfall, they tried to say, oh, the consciousness Created. They were saying that they were our ancestors. Like, right. what the fuck are you to, like, like ancestors living in the moon? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, 
I can do all right now. It's just humans versus aliens. Bet. Yeah. Let's fuck shit up. And then this, it's like, oh yeah, there are ancestors. We created you. We're on. We're you know running away from the AI we created. Which like, there's something there. Like if you create an AI that just fucking takes over, it's super powerful. It's like okay, I'm with you there. But then it's like, all right, it comes down to this: if they get into the moon and they meet people. Yeah, I'm probably more interested. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like we've been up here. We grow our own crops. Like there's cornfields and shit. And <laughs> this this AI we created it has been attacking us. And now it's here. Like we need your help. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, is that you? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> and then uh, the sequel to this is Lightyear. Um, <laughs> like I, I that would have been. A little bit more doable or digestible for me but it's like right now they're into the moon and they're all of a sudden it's consciousness well if it's consciousness then how the fuck is the ai going to destroy you it's, it's yeah I don't know. yeah shit like that i get what you're saying yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of open-ended shit and they introduced it kind of late which is fine you know if you're going to do a twist or whatever but if you're going to have if you're going to create something that requires more explanation it doesn't make the the outcome that effective or rewarding yeah. <laughs> i i almost would have rather them just saying like the moon fell out of orbit yeah it could have been just and a regular it. disaster movie. <laughs> yeah moon fell out of orbit for yeah. you know maybe something some they were trying to do something in space there was an maybe they're trying to build a base on the moon right yeah and then uh there was an explosion it throws the moon off its course and now they have three days to get the moon back on course or otherwise they die yeah well, I would have just exp- uh, been perfectly fine with just as uh, living artificial intelligence who was born out of something, but we don't really need an expl- explanation for it. And he's just moving the moon and shit. <laughs> right. I, need a, I didn't need a Star Wars <laughs> movie in my <laughs> disaster <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I did like the twist where uh, John Bradley's character saves himself or not saves himself, sacrifices himself. Yeah. Yeah. That that was good. Um I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, well, if they get back to Earth, that's so stupid because they're they don't even have a ship. They're clearly going to die. Yeah. exactly. And then I realized they were basically on Earth to begin with. I was like, oh, OK, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how the fuck they're going to get back to Earth. They're definitely getting back to Earth. That's how this all these movies end. But yeah. I was like, I don't know how. And then I realized, oh, they can literally just walk out the front door and be on Earth. That makes sense. So. Oh, last thing super detriment not detrimental distracting the entire time and this is not a shot against him michael Pena. so <laughs> goddamn distracting the entire time <laughs> the entire time does they not made him so over movie. the top <laughs> does not belong in that movie he was so over the top I'm Tom Lopez, Tom Lopez Lexus or some shit like that. Yeah, that's how he fucking opened. I was like, is this a bit? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> out of place. You reminded me of Aziz Ansari. No, oh, God, it was not Aziz Ansari. Holy shit. That was just like, <laughs> that was effectively the equivalent of me saying Tay Diggs. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, Riz Ahmed. Riz, oh, yeah, Riz, Ahmed, Riz Ahmed being the villain in the first Venom movie. So, <laughs> like, just not fitting whatsoever. Yeah, he didn't fit that. 
But I don't know. I, I, I thought he I thought Michael did fit in a weird way, even though he was he no. did feel out of place, but he fit. I don't <laughs> it's hard to explain. Yeah. If he's uh you know how John like is kind of the uh I don't know what his actual role is, but he he runs the chop shop in John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Like if that was kind of what Michael Pena was doing, if he had some like secret military base or something like that yeah. okay maybe but this yeah they made him so over the top and he's the stepdad yeah the stepdad. or i was like <laughs> what he has a problem i think roland has a problem with stepfathers yeah he has a stepfather <laughs> complex because <laughs> yeah. that's why it well, won't spoilers so he, he killed him off <laughs> yeah he literally the only one to die in of <laughs> yes. all any of the the major characters was oh. the stepfather Oh, my opinion. But yeah, funny that's, guy though. Yeah, it was great in Ant Man. Great yeah. in Ant Man. But did not fit in this. Uh, what was your score? Uh, this might be my lowest one. Recent. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a 64. Uh, it's h- higher than I would have given it, or I am giving it. I guess. Um, this movie was fine. And when I think uh, a movie is fine, I immediately start at 50 and I'll, I'll go up or down accordingly. I thought, you know, Patrick Wilson was good. I thought how the three people we've been talking about the entire time, I thought they were good. Uh, the There was no depth to them. Like even at the end, they kind of tried to pass off a redemption arc or a redemption friendship between uh, Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry's character like they're they're okay now like everything that happened is water under the bridge yeah but like you don't feel that you just right. hear it but you don't feel it so it's like they tried in a very like minimal effort but they did try to add some depth but overall there's not but then I think well it's just a disaster movie I'm not watching it for the depth or anything like that I'll give it a 50 I'll give it a 55 55 like that's that's about right I'm trying to think what other moves I I think Fast 9 was in that range F9 yeah would you give like a 58 or something yeah something like that (laughs) like whereas there's just parts that are good but the overall movie is just not great yeah that's basically if if you're in the 50s that's my view of you it's like okay i can watch this movie without wanting to kill myself but overall it's not good but there's still some parts to it that i like it's basically what a 50s movie is for me and that's what moonfall was for me so 55 for me and 64 from fox for a 59.5 composite score from mmp so Next week, I don't know what we're reviewing next week. I mean, unless you want to, you want to review Jackass. <laughs> I've thought about that, but I was like, how do you? And I've seen reviews. I'm, I'm still confused. Like, how would you? How can you review a Jackass movie? I'm like, hey, I mean, yeah, that was a lot of good shit. That was funny. Okay. Unless, unless we come up with a, another option, I feel like we could do like a short review of Jackass and then dive into like uh, a ranking of 
comedies or i don't know there's there's not there's like nothing out (laughs) right now (laughs) yeah nothing nothing's yeah so we'll think about check out our twitter at major motion cast we'll we'll announce it uh in the next couple days what movie we're doing next week uh, but in two weeks, it will be Death on the Nile. In three weeks, it will be Uncharted. So that's how the rest of February is shaking out. And then in four weeks, I can't remember. Batman. I think in five weeks, it'll be five Batman. Five weeks, Batman, yeah. Four weeks, I think we could do like Dog or there's another movie coming out at the end of February. But uh, after next week, it will be Death on the Nile and then Uncharted. Is, is how it's shaping up. Um, but next week, who the fuck knows? But we're going to wrap this episode the way we always do and give our streaming recommendations. I will go first because I'm doing a little bit of a different streaming recommendation and I told Fox about this as well. Uh, I am recommending a movie that I have not watched yet, which I wouldn't normally do. Uh, however, this is a movie that came out recently. I've been meaning to see, but just haven't because it came out actually the same day as Spider-Man No Way Home and does have, uh, I don't know how many, uh, but it is kind of like one of those movies that will have some award slash Oscar uh, buzz, maybe not best picture, but Nightmare Alley is on Hulu. Uh, very quick turnaround from theaters to streaming. It's on Hulu. Uh, I'm very excited to watch it. It's a long movie. It's about two and a half hours. So you kind of, I like to watch it all in one go. I don't like to stop halfway or take breaks. So uh, I'm going to, I'm waiting for the time that, uh, you know, I can actually sit, sit down and watch it. But that is my streaming recommendation. I will be watching it sometime this weekend. And I encourage you guys to do as well. And then we can talk about it. Uh, But Nightmare Alley on Hulu is my streaming recommendation of the week. Nightmare Alley. So you're just going to recommend a movie you haven't seen? Yeah, I'm kind of, it's, it's risky, but it has good reviews so far. So I'm optimistic. Yeah, I have to watch that too. Um, well, my movie, I've mentioned it like five times probably in the review, uh, is The Day After Tomorrow. You can watch that on HBO Max. And that stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid, if I can remember that correctly. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I think if you if you like disaster movies, if you haven't seen it, I mean, and and you're interested in disaster films, I think that's a good one to watch. Did you say um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I you I was so focused on you like pausing on Dennis Quaid that I forgot that you if you said Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, I said yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid because I couldn't remember if I was confusing him for another old white dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's plenty of them out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but. uh yeah, that's a good. I think it's a good one. I think uh, it kind of, I think it might be one of the most. Um, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I think it's one of the most accurate. I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> yeah, this is a good movie. It's fairly uh, relatable and relevant, considering, you know, how even though we're not going to hit the ice age, we're going to be affected by some kind of global uh, disaster ultimately. Not to rain is, in everybody's parade. Yeah, which is another fucking fascinating concept because, like, people are like, oh, global warming is not real. It is, yeah. but point is, like, the, the polar ice caps are melting, and, like, one of the f- most fascinating yet scary things ever is, like, 
when the ice caps melt, all of the like diseases that are frozen yeah. oh, shit. go back yeah. into the air. And we, like our ancestors probably had the antibodies for them, but like we don't. So it's going to fuck us up and we're already in a pandemic and everyone can see how well we're fucking handling that. So it's like with all this new shit, <laughs> I, but that, I mean, I'm not trying to get into that. I'm just saying it's a yeah. very fucking fascinating concept to me. It's like if you can t- take something very realistic and expand upon it, I am in. Like yeah. as far as like disaster uh, right. events go, so it's like the moon, uh, the you know potential flus and viruses and f- global warming, like any of that, I am in because I'm just fascinated by it. But it's like if you take it a bridge too far, I am very quickly out. Yeah, and that's one of the things. Uh, one of the strong points of the day after tomorrow it's like okay i can believe that especially since we've already right we already know that the ice age existed before and we can see that you know i mean it might not happen again but we know that there there has been uh, it's occurred before um oh man you said something that made me think of something but i can't fucking remember uh yeah anyway watch <laughs> this on uh hbo max i give this one an 80 out of 100 one of the best disaster movies i think probably yeah. top 10 yeah definitely top 10 yeah for sure i'm trying to think of another disaster movie i can say did you see greenland with, oh yeah uh, i did Gerard see that, yeah. how was yeah. that um better than moonfall <laughs> okay i'll, I'll say that. Watch that i'll yeah. see if that's on streaming but it wasn't like yeah i can't even i don't even know how to describe that one because that wasn't like a it wasn't uh, like a day after tomorrow and it wasn't oh, like it wasn't a, no, nah, I mean, there was Didn't disaster. He do another happening. one. Uh, what was the one where uh, it's Gerard Butler and the thing from space controls the weather? Do you know what I'm Is talking that about? Geostorm? Geostorm. Geostorm. That might be the one. I don't know yeah. if you're talking about that one. Well, no, I was talking about oh, Greenland, okay. but then I oh, remember okay. Geostorm. Um, but I'm just trying to think of good disaster movies and day after tomorrow because like 2012 was not good. I talked about no one being terrible yeah um i mean i wouldn't really consider independence day a disaster movie yeah. but i don't know similar ish i know uh, now i'm in disaster movie mood so i probably will go try to watch you know maybe the uh the day the earth stood still or one of the ones yeah, yeah greenland is a more i would say it's not a, it's not a big scale uh disaster movie it's more intimate because they focus more on the relationship on the family and stuff Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, we just talked but, about them not having any of that in yeah, Moonfall, right. so maybe yeah. that'll be a good comp, a good comp to uh, to Moonfall. Okay, interesting. But yeah, go watch uh, the day after tomorrow on HBO Max and Nightmare Alley on Hulu. Fox, you got anything else for the listeners before we head out? No, I actually don't. You just uh, stretch, <laughs> stretch and wash your ass. Stretch, yeah. Uh, if you watch. don't stretch, you're not gonna be able to wash your ass. Yeah, and then exactly. you're gonna be stinky ass. Then you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, then you're fucked. Yeah, then you're on Percocet and with a dirty ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not how you want to die. <laughs> no, it's not. With the, <laughs> the dirty ass. <laughs> All right. Well, be sure to follow the show at Major Motion Cast on Twitter to see what we're reviewing next week and keep up with all the latest news, uh, movie talk, show talk, all that good stuff. Follow Fox at Fox Home Fanatic and myself at National Zace. This has been a Major Motion Podcast. We will see you next week.